Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry, taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our study of Hebrews chapter 11, we were learning how whatever we do for the Lord requires us to fully trust God to work through us. Let's continue with that lesson today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. Islam's leader, Muhammad, is but dust in some gravesite. In contrast, our leader, the Lord Jesus Christ, lives because he conquered death, he conquered hell, and he conquered the grave. And because he lives, we who have trusted Christ will live for all eternity with him in heaven. You see, my friend, people disagree with us. We're out to get them saved through the word of God. There are too many that disagree with Islam that they decide, well, then we need to kill them. We need to eliminate them. Well, I believe that when we think outside of God's box, we also think outside of God's protection. As long as Abraham was in the will of God, he has the protection of God. So I I want you to know and I want you to understand that turning to the flesh to try to accomplish the will of God is always an abomination in the sight of God. Now, if Sarah would have had any other children after she had Isaac, they would have been considered legitimate in God's sight. But at this point in their life, Isaac is the only begotten of Abraham because it was within the will and word of God. Now, the idea behind when he was tried, is that God tested him to see the metal of which he was made. He would not stop Abraham until the actual knife was raised to slay Isaac. And as Abraham raised that knife, the angel cried out, Abraham, Abraham. And he just didn't say it once, Abraham. And Abraham stopped. He had to holler it out twice and loud. Abraham was going through with this thing. And so that's why we read in the Bible, Abraham, Abraham. There is a long history in the Bible of God testing those to see if he can use them. Abraham met the test of faith before there was any evidence, any visible evidence of God's intervening hand. In his heart, although it was heavy for his son, he obeyed God in that in spirit, He had already decided, I'm offering up Isaac. He had complete obedience before the blessing. You see, too many want to see how God is going to do it before they'll commit to do it. And God doesn't always show that. I believe that Abraham was expecting God to raise up Isaac from the dead. And by the way, We see the types of God giving his only begotten son. But have you considered Isaac in this ordeal? In commentaries, 
His age is estimated anywhere from 25 to 33 years of age. Now, I wonder if he is 33, and we don't know that, but if he is, then isn't that even a greater type? Because Jesus was 33 when he died for our sins. But also, whether he's 25 or 33, a man of this age would have no problem overpowering a man who is over 120 years of age. He willingly submitted, just like Jesus could have come off the cross at any time. Jesus was in the world, and the world was made by him, but the world knew him not. So faith acted or performed on that promise. And I believe Abraham fully expected God to raise his son from the ashes of the burnt sacrifice. The promise was there would be seed through Isaac. But as yet, it had not happened. Isaac had no children. He didn't even have a wife at this point. Faith discerns God's will, and then it performs accordingly. Although society, yea, even Christian society, tells you it can't be done. Now, look, folks, when I started preaching years ago, people told me, you can't preach that way anymore. Well, I'm still preaching that way. Now, I'm not here to exalt me, and I'm not worthy of any exaltation anyhow. But I do know this that it was people that said that, but not God. We're to preach the word, not psychology. Preach the word, not philosophy. Call sin, sin. Call right, right. We're supposed to still preach these things, whether modern man and church growth institutes tell you differently. The word of God is always, always right. And man is always, always wrong when the two conflict. So verse 19, it says, well, let's read verse 18 9, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. So this is the proof of that statement that he thought God would raise him from the dead. God would either spare his son or raise him up from the dead. Either way, he was trusting God. Now, Abraham could have said, well, I believe God's able to raise Isaac from the dead. But if he never built the altar, if he never bound Isaac, if he never laid him on the altar, and if he never raised the knife to slay him, he would have not proven he really believed God was able to raise Isaac from the dead. You see, my friend, living faith performs. That is, it works. For faith without works is dead. It's only an inanimate statement to say, oh, yes, I believe this, but then not to act upon it. Obedience is the proof of faith in our life. And too many, when things go bad, they abandon the holy for the world with its offer of security. Why? The one who lacks faith is the one who is not meek, they're not poor in spirit, nor are they pure in heart. They're thinking of themselves ahead of God. The word accounting here in verse 19, accounting that God was able to raise him up, that word accounting has the idea of thinking it through 
or having contemplated it. Now, I've seen too many people in full-time ministry quit. Too many people in lay ministry quit because they got their eyes on people or on how people treated them on their circumstances rather than trusting God and staying true to the call. Now, we may have a listener out there today that you have not been true to the call. You've gotten away from God. You quit. Maybe you were singing in the choir and somebody hurt your feelings and you quit. You're teaching the Sunday school class. They hurt your feelings and you quit. Maybe things got tough and you had people criticizing you and you quit. Maybe the bus ministry was just too hard and you quit. My friend, no defeat needs to be fatal or final. You failed, you're sitting there now, and you know you failed. Get back up and get in the work. You may be one of those people that you look back at life and you say, I failed, and now I'm old. My body won't allow me to do it, but I'd love to do it. You become a very important instrument in the hand of God because he's allowed you to stay here, and you become a prayer warrior. Ministry is like lamp and light. Ministry is like your local church. Preachers across this country that are trying to stand on the word of God, they need your prayers. Praying for their power, praying for the supply of their need, praying for what God can do in and through them. Now is not a time to quit. Now is time to go all out for the Lord. Do you really believe the Bible is true, that it's without error? Do you believe when he said that there is a city whose builder and maker is God? That great city that we talked about that had 12 foundations, that the length and the breadth and the height of it are equal, and that length, breadth, and height are about the size of, say, Denver, Colorado to the Atlantic Ocean in height, depth, and width. And a city that big, and the gold is so pure that it's like transparent glass. The the 12 foundations of different jewels are translucent. Jesus Christ himself is the light of the city, and he's seven times brighter than the sun. And those great, beautiful lights coming through that rock and, and, and through those precious jewels and being seen. The 12 pearled gates. And then in this house are many mansions, and he's preparing one he wants for you. Do you believe that that is real? Do you believe that there's anything of this earth that is worth sacrificing anything that God wants you to have up there? Then, my friend, have the heart of faith. Have the heart that a Noah and that an Abraham had, that a Sarah had. The heart of faith that looks beyond the present into eternity and therefore obeys God and trusts God and counts the things of this life but dung. And right now, right where you are, where you're sitting, I'm not going to pray a prayer for you this time. Instead, I'm going to ask you to pray and ask God to forgive you if you've quit and request that he use you again. Even Samson Ask God at the end, please, one more time. Maybe God can use you 
one more time. Will you call upon him? And if you do, will you write us and let us know? Let us know you've prayed. You may want to share your testimony. I would love to read it. We want to hear from you, and we want to pray for you. Our announcer in a few minutes will be giving you our address, our physical address, by which you may send us a letter, postcard, or our web address. And it's through our web address you may email me and let me know of how God is working in your heart. I want to rejoice with you. I want to pray for you, and and I want to support you with my prayers. If you make that decision, hey, I quit, but I'm getting back up, and I'm getting back in the fight. And if that's you, write us and let us know. Well, I see that my time is up now, and I want to thank you for listening today to the Lamp and Light broadcast. Now, next time, we're going to start with verses 20 and go right on through verse 40, the rest of the chapter. And we want you to look at the performance of faith in so many of these men of God throughout the Old Testament. And I hope that you'll follow us along. Hey, please tell your friends about the Lamp and Light broadcast, because that's how the Lamp and Light grows. And my friend, please allow the Lamp of God's Word to be the light that you follow today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light Broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Stand so the hills may tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stand.